Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Sunday, March 5th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking about The Flash, Season 3, Episode 14, Attack on Central City. So, spoilers if you haven't seen the episode. Uh, when Grodd and his army of gorillas bring the battle to Earth-1, the Flash and team must find a way to stop them before they destroy Central City. Gypsy returns to join the fight. Meanwhile, Jesse Quick decides she wants to stay with Wally on Earth One. So, what'd you think of this episode, Zach? Yeah, it. Um, so it's still it's a good episode. I'll start with that. It's it's still enjoyable, but I don't know. I guess I was expecting more to do with Grad, which is expecting a lot because obviously it's expensive to get all of those CGI gorillas and to def- especially to like have them interact with the actors and physical environments and stuff. But so there really isn't actually an attack on the city in any meaningful way. There's, like, an, there's an attack on a small road, right? They, they walk down a street. That's, a, <laughs> that's a basically the gist of the attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's understandable. So, but maybe just a little bit disappointing. Um, so I guess if I wasn't hoping for that going into this episode, I'd probably like it more because there's a lot of good stuff that happens in this episode it's just more to me at least overshadowed a bit by the fact that i was hoping for something to happen that didn't happen right there wasn't this is you know a two-part episode but um first off it really doesn't i mean they they carry some story parts forward but it's not really it's not like it flows as one two-part episode i would assume if you watch them back to back they can you can watch them as separate episodes you don't necessarily need the other um and yeah i would be surprised if between the two episodes if there was even five minutes of gorillas on screen i mean um and i didn't expect to see a lot but this episode i think had even less than the last one and i i wasn't expecting much so um that was fine with me uh but i was just surprised how it seemed I was touted more as a two part, you know, thing and it didn't seem that strong. It was a good episode. There was a lot of good things in there. Um, but probably the my least favorite one in a while. Yeah. Uh so I guess besides the the lack of gorillas, what'd you think of the whole gorilla invasion storyline as a whole? <laughs> yeah, uh so it's hard because there's like you said, the lack of gorillas, but um I don't know. I it didn't really I guess it just never really felt like that big of a threat. Like right. they were act, they were acting way more like it was a threat than it actually was. And I don't know. I, they tried to do a lot of stuff that didn't involve showing the gorillas, like mind controlling the general to go send a nuke to Central City. And like right. they could have just done that without a gorilla. So it's kind of like they took some generic story elements and just put gorillas on it, basically, which is okay. Like. Like I said, it was still a cool story. It's just, it seems like they kind of wasted having Grodd. I don't know. Right. And I think this universe as a whole has started to overuse nuclear weapons as yeah. plot devices. It seems like every every time they get to something, it, oh, let's let's throw a nuke in there and uh, that will raise the stakes. Um, You're right. It's kind of like how when Michael Scott does improv, he always pulls out a gun. because because nothing can top that right so it's like whenever they want to you know whenever something serious is going on they pull out a nuke um which i don't know that they've done that a lot on flash in particular but 
I know they've dealt with it on Arrow and where it's even more out of place. So I think I've had enough with the nukes for a while. Um, and I'd rather, rather than have a guerrilla invasion storyline, rather than having that deal with weapons. And it, it could have been weapons of any kind. I don't care. The, the threat of the episode should be the gorillas, even if we don't get to see them that much. We shouldn't be sort of distracted with another side weapon. Yeah. And um, so that being said, like, there is still a lot of good stuff in this episode. And one of the things that that storyline drives and Grodd drives that was really interesting was to see, like, Barry um, wrestling with whether or not he should kill Grodd. He's like, well, Oliver does it. Like, sometimes it might have to be necessary. Like, it might be worth it to change the future because if I kill Grodd, this for sure won't happen. And so it was interesting to see him wrestle with that and to see the people he loves around him, you know, try to explain to him that you can't come back from that and, like, that's not who you are and stuff. So um, what did you think about that? I was a, a little mixed on it um, because I, I think overall it was a good story. And if it had been a different villain other than Grodd, Mm-hmm. I, you know, if it had been name any other human villain, um, I would have I would have thought it was a better storyline. But the fact that it was Grad, it's kind of like, OK, a zoo animal has escaped and is a threatening to murder everyone. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think there was a good a good message in there. But although, again, with it, if it had been someone else, I would have felt it more. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the recurring theme of this episode, I feel like, is a lot of the the story points or just different things that they use in this episode might have worked better if they weren't putting using gorillas to drive it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so something that I did actually really like too was that uh, that I wanted to see was some of HR and Harry interacting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh so I think we did get a good amount of that a lot of little funny moments between them. So I was glad that we got to see that. But again, it must be, man, it's got to be hard for him to keep switching characters like that. <laughs> right. And it's it's so weird how Harry, um, plus he, did he put a grad any in this episode? He did last week. Um, Not in this one, I don't think. But uh, it's, it's just funny how Tom Cavanaugh is so good at that. And it, it's hilarious how Harry just hates HR. Um, right. Which, which I kind of get. Uh, he might be a little harsh with him, but I kind of get because he's like, well, this is just a lazy version of me, mm-hmm. it seems like. And HR's got so much enthusiasm no matter what. Um, it's it's definitely fun to see them interact. Yeah. But it's nice to see, too, like the the people at Star Labs kind of sticking up for him. Um, you know, he like figured he's the one who figures out, oh, that guy has a military haircut. We should check the military database and they're like yeah he came up with that idea we wouldn't have got it without him right he's starting to win them over even if he's not useful in the more traditional harrison wells sense uh he still does have value to them yep uh so obviously a big part of this storyline that we started in the other episode too was um the whole wally jesse and harry situation so jesse wants to stay on earth one with wally and Obviously, Harry's maybe not too thrilled about that. Um, so really, that's the kind of tie-in between these two episodes, even more so than the gorillas. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it's we get reminded that Harry, even though you know he was, he's a good guy, he's trying to help everyone out, he's really still a big jerk and tells yeah. Wally he's dying when he's apparently not dying uh, just because he doesn't want to lose Jesse. Yeah, that's kind of a 
never really seems to work out. Like you see that a couple of times in different TV shows and movies or whatever, and it doesn't never really is a good strategy to go with. So <laughs> the old faking dying thing just generally doesn't work. Right. Um, but it, it's definitely interesting. I'm, I'm curious now, like what is holding Harry on to going back to earth too? Cause if really he only cares about Jesse and if Jesse doesn't care about earth too enough to stay there, um, maybe he should come back to this earth. That would be cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to do that, but yeah. Um, but there's a really funny moment from Wally when they just talked about how Jesse was going to move to, to earth one. And he's, he, and then she says, well, you know, basically says we're going to move in together. And he's like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> like you convinced her to move to another plane of existence, but you're not sure if you're ready to move in with her. Uh, yep. that was just a pretty funny moment. Just not at that point in my relationship yet. Right. Like, oh, I definitely want you in this universe, but maybe a couple blocks away. Right. <laughs> Speaking of love interests, uh, we saw at the end of the last episode that Gypsy is the one who opens the breach and lets Grodd and his gorilla folk through. Um, and Cisco has a thing for Gypsy. And so he's spent a lot of this episode trying to woo her and get her to help them and stuff. So what do you think of that relationship? Do you want Gypsy to stay around? Do you want her to be more prominent in the show? Do they need more characters? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. More characters. Uh, I do like Gypsy and and like what's going on with her and Cisco. Um, it was cool to see her help. I have a feeling she'll be more of a hop over when you need them. I, you know, I'm not expecting her to stay on Earth One or anything, but uh, hopefully, you know, they... Maybe they could give her a device, so if they need to communicate with her and some help, uh, then she can hop over more. Although, I feel like Cisco could have done most of what she did in this episode. Um, but I still, I, I still like seeing her and like seeing their relationship develop more. Yeah, same. I don't, I don't expect her to stay on Earth One and become like a regular person that's there every day. Again, like I said, I think there's maybe too many characters right now that they're trying to cram into star labs all the time. And Julian was gone in this episode and you basically don't miss him because like there's our, there's enough people like we, and we haven't really seen like Joe is in the each episode for like 90 seconds now, maybe right because he's really not needed there. Like he's as mean, but he's probably the most useless person (laughs) in star labs right now. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, there's just so many characters. We talk about this every week, but there's so many characters in Star Labs right now, and it's it's really tough to juggle their storylines. Caitlin also had very little to do in this episode. I mean, she had limited screen time. So, yeah, it's definitely a struggle to balance so many storylines, and I think they're doing okay, maybe better than some of the other shows because they give different people em- emphasis on different episodes, but yet they... You know, like Caitlin took a backseat here, but I'm sure she'll have a bigger story going forward, and she's had a bigger story in previous weeks. Um, so I'm, I don't know. It feels like they're balancing it better, but it's still not great because there's just so many characters. Yeah. And speaking again of love interests, our last one, uh, we get to see Wally, not Wally. That is the wrong one. We get to see Barry. Too many speedsters. 
I know. We get to see Barry propose to Iris. What did you think of the tender box that he created to <laughs> propose to her and the I don't know, there's like five billion candles everywhere. Yeah, I was definitely distracted by the fire hazard. It seems like uh, there's so many superhero shows that just uh, whenever you want to do romantic, you just drop $500 on candles and light them up. Uh, yeah, that was kind of surprising. Uh, usually the sooner someone proposes on a TV show, the less likely it is to end well. So I was surprised that they, they had to, you know, that they had him propose so soon. Of course, we don't know what Iris's response is. What did you think of that? Well, first of all, I think we know what her response is. But second of all, yeah, I, I was not expecting. Maybe she will say no because of those reasons, because she knows that she's early in the season, like early in the show and doesn't want to die. Um, <laughs> They've only been dating for 12 episodes now or something. So right. she knows that's a bad sign. No. Um, yeah, I same. I wasn't. I really wasn't expecting it. Like, so they make, she makes a joke earlier in the episode when they're like celebrating Valentine's day about she like friends pretend, day. right. Friends day. Sorry. She like pretend proposes. I'm like, Oh yeah. I wonder if they're ever going to do that. Like, <laughs> I wonder when they'll have Barry, like maybe like season seven or something. And then he proposes at the end of this episode. And I really didn't think that they were going to do that now. So although yeah, I like you said, yeah. If if it's a legit, you know, proposal and everything goes smooth, I, I don't think um, trying to change a potential future is the best reason to propose. Right. But I do think that the two of them, you know, want to be together. And it is Barry Allen and Iris West. We know they belong together. So I would, I would kind of hope that they go ahead and actually have them get married and don't f- keep up a reason to see them apart. It would be kind of cool to see a married superhero on tv and uh like actually get to see their normal relationship yeah um but yeah i think she's probably gonna say no because she know she thinks she's gonna die in a couple months and so i think they will save her and then they'll actually get engaged after that like after savitar is defeated and they know that everything is at least safe for right now i think that's when she'll actually accept maybe yeah that could be maybe she says well don't just propose to me because you know i'm gonna die or or something like that um right so but you know we know they i I would be fine i would kind of be fine either way um but we know they belong together and they've had a really one of the better relationships um that we've seen they've mostly been normal uh which has been which is kind of refreshing sometimes so yeah i guess we'll see where that goes yep so the end stinger here, we see Wally getting a visit from Savitar. Yeah, he's you know running out for some big belly burger like one does, and you <laughs> run into uh, the god of speed. That's happens to me most Thursday nights. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I was wondering where he's been and when he's going to come back in. So it looks like now is the time for him to come back in. Yeah, and we don't know how he is is back yet um, right how he came back so but it looks like you know getting into next week's episode the wrath of savitar the preview sort of shows that it looks like they're going to be hunting down savitar mm-hmm. um and it kind of looks like it's going to be somewhat because of wally that he's back or he has power or whatnot but so i'm hoping that that is something because it just seems too convenient it's that storyline that wally like 
wanted powers from alchemy right slash savitar and got them went in the cocoon and everything came out and like everything's perfectly fine okay with him like there has to be some negative effect of that and it looks like this might be it yeah i'm glad they're kind of finally addressing it that it's not just you know hey let's run into dr alchemy make a deal with the devil and everything turns out all right they're i'm glad they're addressing it and looks like you know wally is he's in trouble yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't uh, that's going to come back to bite him so it sounds like we were a little bit down on this episode, but there's still a lot of good things and like a lot of big moments in this episode. Um, so overall, I, I still liked it. Uh, but yeah, that is all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.